This is the Statman Sports Podcast, where we keep topics in context. This is your host, Steve Duffus, who is still wondering why the Seahawks didn't run the ball. Ah, it's a beautiful day to talk sports, baby. Welcome to the year 2019. This is your host, Steve Duffus. On the Statman Sports Podcast Man, we are back This is the first episode of the new year I hope you guys had an amazing, amazing holidays with your family and your friends I sure did I'm recharged And we are back This, today, is a special episode Because guess what? The NFL season's over And we are looking forward to Wildcard Weekend we have some amazing matchups to talk about, but before we get right into that, I want to thank you guys for the amazing support since the podcast started, and I want to continue to produce for you guys in 2019, and I hope that I can do that well, and I hope that you guys keep listening. Man, what we have on the menu today, we have burning questions about all 12 NFL teams going into the wildcard weekend, and next, and the week after that, obviously, uh, we're going to talk about all the uh, things that are going to make previous teams and the current team Super Bowl contenders and man it's a lot to talk about in this special episode man if you haven't subscribed already subscribe to the podcast that man sports podcast you can find us on Spotify iTunes tune in anywhere you listen just look for the name and you find us baby man let's do it let's do it like I said this is a special edition episode and of course we're gonna have an episode as well on Tuesday January 8th but you can listen to this on Thursday, January 3rd, 2019. So with no further ado, guys, what we're going to do is we're going to break down the NFC and the AFC playoff teams and get right into it. Let's begin with the NFC. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start from the, the top seeded team all the way to the bottom seeding. What are their burning questions and what I think would be the reason for hope and reason for concern. So I want to begin with the New Orleans Saints, who finished the NFL season with a 13-3 and record. The FBI has them at a 30.5% chance of winning the Super Bowl. Now, for all you New Orleans Saints fans out there, there's hope. Why? Because you have home field advantage throughout the NFL playoffs. And the last time you had home field throughout the playoffs was 2009, and you ultimately end up winning the Super Bowl. Plus, you still have Drew Brees. Now, there's the burning question for the Saints. Is it a good thing if Drew Brees doesn't win the MVP? I think it absolutely is because there is a bigger prize to win, and that's the Super Bowl. You know, since 1999, since Kurt Warner won the regular season MVP, that was the last time a regular season MVP ended up hoisting the Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> that's a long time ago, but I don't think Drew Brees is too worried about that. But... This is one reason for concern for me, though. The offense has slowed down considerably since week 13, and that's something that uh, raised a little eyebrow for me because during that stretch since week 13 to the end of the season, week 17, the Saints have only been averaging 20.25 points a game. And uh, in the playoffs, you can get away with that if you have a formidable defense. And the Saints, like I mentioned, they do play in the Dome. They do play... Uh, you know, to that throwing that down to the entire playoff. So I think that will help them eventually. But if they really, really want to win, there are going to be times where they're going to need to score that ball. Yes, theoretically, they should be able to score the ball, but the playoff is a different animal. So I think the Saints are going to do well. 
I actually picked them from the beginning of the season to actually make the Super Bowl. But let's see. This is the NFL. One game at a time. So let's go from there. Now let's move on to the Los Angeles Rams. The Los Angeles Rams, based on the FBI, they have a 16.8% to make the Super Bowl and win it. Now the Rams finished the season with a 13-3 and record. They're burning question. What happened to that Rams defense, man? Whatever happened to them? They have, they have to me, in my estimation, the uh, defensive player of the year again in Aaron Donald. They have Ndamukong Sue. They have Marcus Peters. I keep Talib. But yet, that defense, on paper, it looked amazing. But in the regular season, it looked subpar. They were ranked 19th. And they really haven't lived up to the billing. Look, Donald, Aaron Donald, he had 20 and a half sacks as a defensive lineman. And the next player after him was in Dominican Sue with four and a half. So pretty much Aaron Donald has been doing everything. And overall, the defense, like I said, hasn't been that great. They're ranked 23rd in run defense. But that's not even my main concern. My main concern is Jared Goff. Because his, his performance has just dipped notably from the beginning of the season. And uh, in the playoffs, you need a consistent quarterback. If you don't have a consistent quarterback with the type of defense that the Rams are playing right now, these SBI Super Bowl chances is not going to matter anyway. But as a Los Angeles Rams fan, you have a good chance to make it to the Super Bowl. So let's hope that you make it and be where you're supposed to be. Man, with the third seed, the third seed in the NFC, we have the Chicago Bears, man. They finished the season with a 12-4 and record. And they played this weekend, actually, versus the Philadelphia Eagles, a team which I'll break down later down in the episode. Uh, the the uh, the Bears host the Eagles at home on January 6th, 4.40 p.m. on NBC, if you want to watch that game, obviously. Uh, the Bears' SBI chances is 2.5%. <laughs> in my estimation, that's a little low. That's a really little low because the Bears' defense, it's top three in the NFL right now. But... The burning question for the Bears is, will the Bears' defense keep pressure off Mitchell Trubisky? I mean, that's the plan. That should be the plan. Because as great as that defense is, I try to look at it simplistically. That defense is so good that they'll most likely get a bunch of three and outs. That means Mitchell Trubisky is going to be on the field a lot. Now, the question is, is Mitchell Trubisky going to get a lot of three and outs? just like the Bears' defense will to the Philadelphia Eagles' offense? Or will Matt Nagy have to protect Mitchell Trubisky by just keeping the playbook simple? Because in the playoffs, you don't want to get too complicated because the whole point is score. Every possession, you need to put points on the board. And the Bears have the formula to win the Super Bowl. And they have the formula to win everything. They're playing at home, first of all. They're playing in the cold. Even though they don't have home field advantage, their defense travels. And that's anywhere in any sport. Defense travels, and the Bears should be okay. But, but, man, Mitchell Trubisky's QBR doesn't look that well. Even though I don't put, you know, much stock in QBRs because it, to me it's just an advanced analytics stat. doesn't mean much to me. But when the defense isn't up to par, Will Mitchell Trubisky be up to the billing? That's the Chicago Bears and the number three seed. Now we move on to America's favorite team. Not my favorite team. The Dallas Cowboys, who finished the regular season with a 10-6 record. They also played this weekend with the 8-15 game on Fox. 
they play against the Seattle Seahawks. The Dallas Cowboys' chances to make it to the Super Bowl and win is 1.2%. Now, the burning question for the Cowboys is, can they score in the red zone? They have struggled the entire season, even though Ezekiel Elliott has won this rushing title three of the last four years. The Cowboys only convert 48% of the trips inside the 20-yard line. And you know what? That's 29th ranked in the NFL. Matter of fact, the team that they might end up playing in the Super Bowl, if they even make it to the Super Bowl, is the Kansas City Chiefs. And they have the NFL best inside the 20 scoring percentage and 71.8%. Now, what do the Cowboys need to do? The Cowboys have hope. Fans, Dallas Cowboys fans, you have hope. Why? Because in my estimation, you have the best running back in football and Ezekiel Elliott at the moment. Once you give Ezekiel Elliott the ball, the Cowboys just win. He had 1,095 yards from scrimmage, and that's not a bad formula for winning playoff games. If you have a running game and you have the defense, you keep the other offense off the field, and you get stops, all you have to do is score. And let's see if the Dallas do that. Dallas is hosting the Seahawks, like I said, so that should give them uh, a good advantage. But, of course, there is reason for concern other than scoring in red zone. Amari Cooper, how is he going to perform in the playoffs? I haven't seen Amari Cooper in the playoffs, so I don't know what he's going to do then. But let's see. Since that game where he had 10 catches, 217 yards in week 14, he's only had what? Like three? Two touchdowns? Three touchdowns? The last couple games? So let's see. Because like I said, the playoff is a different animal. Now the fifth seed, the team that the Cowboys, like I mentioned earlier, is supposed to play. is the Seattle Seahawks. They have a 1.9% chance to make it to the Super Bowl and actually win. Now the burning question for the Seattle Seahawks, for their fans, it should be, what about Russell Wilson that makes the Seahawks so dangerous? Well, what makes him absolutely dangerous is the fact that, first of all, let's get to the fact that Russell Wilson had career highs in passing yards, throws, efficiency rating, and passer rating. It's amazing. He had a 110.9 passer rating. He had 35 touchdowns, and he passed for 4,924 yards. Plus, the Seahawks has his top rank rushing the rushing offense, rather, sorry. And their offense... It's amazing, and like I said, just like the Cowboys, they have Ezekiel Elliott, but as in a totality, the Seahawks just run the ball well in terms because they have Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is a <laughs> is a, just a, a more accurate, he's a more decisive, and he makes big plays. He's just a better version of Dak Prescott, and I don't understand how people put Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson in the same breath. Matter of fact, I'm going to make an early prediction and say I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. Most people won't agree with it because they, the Seahawks shouldn't even be in the playoffs, according to many people. But this is what happens. They are the hottest team coming into the playoffs along with the Cowboys. And I think ultimately what's going to matter is defense and the running game. And I'll put my money on the best running team in the NFL. So the Seahawks, that's how I see you guys. I think you guys are going to be okay. But your reason for concern is that your offensive line is a bit banged up. And with a banged-up offensive line, you're going to bring backups and backups for the backups. So I'm not quite sure how that's going to work out. But if everything falls in place with the coach that you have, Pete Carroll, I think everything will be okay. Now, let's 
The last team in the NFC for us to talk about is the Philadelphia Eagles. I know what you're thinking. Most of you didn't believe the Philadelphia Eagles would even be in the playoffs. But guess what? They have St. Nick, baby. St. Nick. And that raises the question about Carson Wentz. Should he even be there? Should he even be starting? And the burning question is, what must the Eagles do to keep Nick Foles in the fold? No pun intended. The Eagles, like I mentioned, they play the Chicago Bears on January 6th on NBC. Their chances to make the Super Bowl and even win is 0.5%. So practically, nobody's giving them a chance. But then again, nobody was giving them a chance last year. What's the reason for hope? Again, you have Nick Foles. He's 4-1 as an Eagles starting quarterback. And that should give people enough sway that he actually won the Super Bowl last year. So that should give him confidence until Nick Foles actually loses a game. Now, the main concern for the Eagles is... They have a hard time stopping good offenses. And right now in this playoffs, all these teams have good offenses. The Saints, <laughs> the Saints, the Rams, the uh, the Bears when they're clicking. So all the teams of Eagles got to face are good offenses. And the, and the Eagles have struggled with that over time. They gave up 48 points to the Saints. They gave up 29 to the Cowboys in an overtime loss. And they gave up 30 to the Texans. So you guys do the math. That was the NFC teams. Now we want to move on to the AFC teams. And of course, I want to begin with the number one seed in the AFC, which has been rolling the entire season, is the Kansas City Chiefs, who finished the season with a 12-4 and record. Of course, they don't play this week on the wild card because they have a bye. They get to play on January 12th at 4.30 on NBC at home, and they have the lowest season of the divisional round. Now, the Chiefs have a 24% chance of making and winning the Super Bowl, according to the FBI. Now, what is the reason for hope for the Chiefs? Well, obviously, just like the Saints, they have home field advantage, and uh, they are a scoring machine. They have one of the best offenses in NFL history this season. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes, he joined Peyton Manning and Tom Brady with only three guys in NFL history to have 50 touchdowns. That's an amazing feat. But in the playoffs, you just don't get to sling the ball around. Patrick, if you need some advice, ask Tom Brady in 2007 what happened. He ran through the regular season, ran through the first round of the playoffs. Then when he made a Super Bowl, he could barely get 17 points against that vaunted, vaunted New York Giants defense. So, what is the burning question for the Kansas City Chiefs? Will the Kansas City Chiefs actually win the home playoff game? For any of you people who've been watching football a long time like me, the last time... The last time the Chiefs won an actual home playoff game was in the 1990s, okay? Patrick Mahomes wasn't even born yet at that time. But, like I said, the Kansas City Chiefs have one of the most potent offenses of all time. But, there's a reason for concern because on the other side of the ball, the defensive end, the Kansas City Chiefs are not all that great. The Chiefs allowed 35.6 points a game from week 11 to week 16. That's when you want to be at your best, and they haven't. Opponents have averaged, what, at 28.4? 28.4 first downs per game and control the ball 32 minutes and 10 seconds per game. That's fifth most in the league. So that's a cause for concern if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. But again, you have a great quarterback. You have a great coach. You have home field advantage. So that should work in your favor. So just think about that, Kansas City Chiefs fan. Now let's move on to the second seed in the AFC. That's the New England Patriots who finished the season with an 11.5 record. 
and uh, they played at home. They also have a bye. They played the second lowest seed in the divisional round, and that's also next week at 1 p.m. on CBS. They have a 12.8% FBI chance to uh, make the Super Bowl and to actually win. Now, I'm going to lean on the side of caution. The Patriots, if you do the eye test, they haven't looked all that great this season. The biggest concern and the biggest question for me is, does Rob Gronkowski give the chance, give the Patriots a chance to win another Super Bowl because he looks awful? He looks like a player who just needs to retire. And that's that's the main reason for concern for the Patriots because if you don't have offensive weapons in the playoffs, if you don't have a go-to guy, what are you leaning on to? Now, historically, the Patriots have been great at figuring out opponents. Bill Belichick, to me, in my estimation, is the greatest coach of all time, and he's the greatest at figuring out game to game how his team needs to adjust. But this season, the New England Patriots have looked very vulnerable, and I think if they don't come correct, if some luck don't go on there, and I actually think they might lose. I had them from the beginning of the season making it to the Super Bowl and actually winning, so... I'm going to stick to my prediction, but let's see. But this December, they haven't looked all that great. And December is the month that the Patriots banked on. Do they have reason for hope? Of course. They still have the best coach ever. They still have Tom Brady. And they haven't lost at home yet. So, minimally, they'll make it out. <laughs> the the, uh, the divisional round. Not the divisional round. Minimally, they'll make it out their next uh, playoff game. So, that's that's it for the New England Patriots. That's the second seed in the AFC. Now we move on to the Houston Texans, a team that I think nobody expected to be where they are right now. Led by their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans finished the season with an 11.5 record, and they are by no means the hardest team going into the playoffs along with the Colts. Okay? And uh, like I mentioned, also the Colts and the Cowboys. They've been hot going into the playoffs. They've been winning the games they're supposed to win. Now, the burning question for the Houston Texans is, will the Houston Texans protect Deshaun Watson? You want to hear a ridiculous stat? Okay, aside from Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson has endured the most hits in the NFL. Okay, Watson has been sacked an NFL record 62 times this season. Okay, 62 times. Granted, a lot of these sacks has been his fault because he's been holding on to the ball a little bit too long. But sometimes with that type of quarterback, you have to take those chances. Now, do they have reason for hope? Of course, because they have a great defense as well. They have the former NFL Defensive Player of the Year, J.J. Watt. They have Clowney. And they have uh, DeAndre Hopkins with that potent offense. So what's really the concern? What's really the concern for the uh, the Texans? Well, like I mentioned earlier, Deshaun Watson, when you're in the pocket, you need to get rid of the ball quickly. In the playoffs, you will be punished if you hold on to that ball. Interesting statistic to that. The only quarterback that held on to the ball longer than Deshaun Watson was Bill's Josh Allen. And he's taking a lot of hits, like I said. So, Please consider that, Houston Texans fans. Don't think you're just going to run through people if your offensive line can't protect your quarterback. Fourth seed in the AFC, the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this is an interesting team to me. Their home game, they also play this weekend. They play against the Los Angeles Chargers in the wildcard round, okay? And they have an FBI Super Bowl chance of 2%. The Ravens have an unconventional 
offense. And that should bode well for them this playoff. But, you know, Jackson is a rookie quarterback. And this is an interesting t- statistic, actually. You know, the NFL has been, during the, during the history of the NFL, there have been a mix of, you know, NFL rookie quarterbacks that started a playoff. But let's go back since 2000. There have been 21 playoff games started by rookie quarterbacks. Their teams, their record is 9-12 and 12 in those games. History isn't necessarily on Lamar Jackson's side, but the Ravens' offense is fortunate to be supported by the defense that they have in the special teams. Absolutely, and that's something that, uh, man, that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a good game because the Chargers, the Chargers lost to the Ravens in a regular season at home. So the burning question from the Ravens is, can they, can they really do that again with that unconventional offense in the playoffs? Regular season is one thing. You can experiment. You can go by. You can get away with a lot of things. When the playoffs, when uh, teams, coaches, you know, defensive coaches focus on particular weaknesses of your team, you can get exploited. So that's the burning question for the Ravens. Can they do it with that offense? But let's see. If the regular season is any indication, that playoff game against the Chargers this coming weekend is going to be an amazing game. And I mean actually amazing. I'm not just saying that because of the word, but it's actually going to be amazing. Now, if we move on to the fifth seed, the Los Angeles Chargers, who finish the season with a 12-4 and record. By the way, for those of you wondering who don't know, who's actually, if you're actually listening to my podcast for the first time and you don't understand the NFL standings, in a nutshell, you can have a better record than someone else. But if another team in your same division has a better record than you have and you don't win that division, you're automatically dropped down into wildcard. And that's what happened to the Chargers. Of course, they played the Ravens. The Ravens had a 10-6 and six record, ten and six record, but the Chargers had a 12-4 and four record because they're in the same division as the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what happened. That's why they are not in uh, top seed. But moving on, the Chargers have a 4.2% chance to make it to the Super Bowl and actually win it do the Chargers have hope yes yes absolutely have hope during the regular season a lot of people were thinking about them as the front runners actually to actually win the Super Bowl and simply because they have Phillip Rivers they have a great offense and they have a very great defense they can score with anybody they make amazing comebacks but that's a reason for concern as well they had to make a lot of comebacks this season in order to maintain the record and keep pace with all those teams. Look, in the regular season, you can fall behind. You can you can get it together and win games. In the playoffs, if you fall behind early, it's very, very, very hard to win games. And especially with the type of rushing offense and unconventional offense that the Ravens have, I think the Chargers will have a lot of trouble on the road but then again are the Chargers better off and that's their burning question are the Chargers better off playing on the road rather than at home because the Chargers along with the Saints have the NFL best record on the road they're 7-1 so (laughs) let's just wait and see if you missed it January 6th at 1pm on CBS Los Angeles Chargers at Baltimore Ravens and we'll get to that prediction very soon and the last team in the AFC, the Indianapolis Colts, like I mentioned earlier, are coming into the playoffs as one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Their SBI chance to win a Super Bowl is 1.8%. Do they have reason for hope? Absolutely. 
absolutely. They have a up-and-coming Hall of Fame quarterback. And what I mean up-and-coming is his terms. Andrew Luck has been here in the NFL, but I'm saying up-and-coming as in his numbers are now showing that if he continues like this, he will be eventually called to Canton into the Hall of Fame. And that's just reason for hope for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, reason for concern, his main target, T.Y. Hilton. He has been struggling with uh, with injuries over this final month. His production hasn't decreased, but how is that anchor going to hold up in the playoffs? Look, at this point, everybody's injured in the NFL playoffs, but if you if your main target is injured, how, how are the Colts going to produce anything? Because literally, Andrew Luck has been the LeBron James of Cleveland for this Indianapolis Colts. He puts them on his back, and he dragged them to the playoffs. So... That's their burning question. Besides Andrew Luck's brilliance, what is going to keep the Colts running? That That's what we need to find out. And the one thing we can think about, aside from the Houston Texans and New Orleans Saints, the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts have been one of the few teams in the NFL to not give up a 100-yard rusher for the entire season. So that's something they're supposed to lean on. So that's the Indianapolis Colts. That was their chances. That was the AFC. We broke it down. So we're going to get right into the predictions of what I think is going to happen this wild card weekend. Well, we broke down the AFC and the NFC teams into this playoffs. We want to get into this particular weekend and my predictions of what I think the outcome of these games are going to be. You heard all my burning questions. You heard all my concerns. You heard, I gave you all... The hopes that all these teams have to make it to the Super Bowl. But let's start from the first game. Because if you don't win your first game, you're not going to make it anyway. So, first game. Let's start with the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans. Like I mentioned, Andrew Luck is on fire. Deshaun Watson is also on fire. But I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to edge out the Houston Texans. I think the score is going to be 24-20 to Colts. Move on to the NFC game, the Seattle Seahawks at the Dallas Cowboys. I think I gave this away already when I was just, when I was uh, giving my reasonings for the Seahawks and the Cowboys. I think Seattle is uh, very well rounded offensively, and I believe that uh, they're going to take out the Dallas Cowboys at home. Yes, Dallas has home field advantage, but remember the last time they had home field advantage as well against the Green Bay Packers back in 2017. Aaron Rodgers carved them up, man. And I think and I think Russell Wilson is going to do the same. I have Seattle 23, Dallas 21. Now we move back to the next AFC game. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. Also mentioned, the, Ra- the Baltimore Ravens beat the Los Angeles Chargers in LA in the regular season. But I think this time the Chargers are going to get the best of them because I will go with experience with Phillip Rivers and an offense that I can trust and a defense that's solid. So I have the Los Angeles Chargers 24, Baltimore Ravens 23. And to the last game for this weekend, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Chicago Bears. That vaunted, vaunted, vaunted Chicago Bears defense, I think they're going to do quick work of the Philadelphia Eagles because Philadelphia have struggled the entire season. And I think it's going to be Chicago 27, Philly 17. Those are my predictions for this wildcard weekend. 
guys i hope i give you enough information to prepare yourself for this wildcard weekend i hope you enjoy it if your team is in the playoff unlike mine enjoy the playoffs and i hope you win this weekend and with no further ado guys i look forward to coming back to you on tuesday january 8 2019 with episode number 17 of the stat math sports podcast but for now stat man signing out thanks for listening to the stat man sports podcast see you next time